Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. going on guys welcome to another stream welcome to another day today we're going to be watching something that uh i didn't know existed but it came out about an hour ago on the star wars youtube channel i got an email regarding a reaction someone wanted me to do it i think his name was riley he wanted me to do a reaction to it um supposedly i was you know i was reading the description here and it seems like we're going to be getting never before seen footage of george lucas at various different celebrations talking about um, a lot of stories and things that are pretty interesting, such as announcing the Clone Wars. Now, I don't know if I'm going to react to the full thing, because, uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But I want you guys to go down to the link below. I've linked the original video from the Star Wars YouTube channel. You guys can check it out. also want to do a little um, review, eventually, of these two books that I picked up. Well, this one was actually sent to me. This is pretty cool. Clone Wars. So, lots of interesting stuff to come. I'm going to land the ship, and I'll see you guys in a minute. Alright. We've landed. We've landed, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's uh, let's give this a little watch here. This is my first time going through. How are y'all doing? Hope you're doing well. Hope everyone's having a good day so far. Let's roll. Nation's greatest celebration debuts and much, much more. Now, from the safety of their own homes, here's Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni. Hello, and welcome to the Star Wars show, Star Wars Celebration Celebration. That's right, and because we can't all physically be there in person to celebrate Star Wars Celebration this year, we decided to blast open the Lucasfilm vaults and show you a few of our favorite moments from the last 20 years of Star Wars Celebration that before today, you could have only seen if you were there in person. That's right, some of this footage has never been officially posted online before. Some of these stories and moments have only lived in the memories of the attendees, described as ancient internet lore on websites with looping gifs of stick figures using construction equipment, or as janky bootleg video, but that all changes today. 
Now, the two of us first met at Star Wars Celebration 2015 in Anaheim when we broadcast the event for the first time live. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. And those live streams from Anaheim, London, Orlando, and Chicago were full of memorable moments in and of themselves. There were trailer reveals, the cast reunions, and we even had our fair share of great moments on our own stage. Exactly. And while those were all great, mostly the ones involving Oki the Vegetable Carver, all of them are available online to watch whenever you want. For today's episode, we're going old school like pre-HD video old school. So let's get started and swing open the metaphorical vault with this ancient gem all the way back from 2005. Ah, 2005, the year of the third ever Star Wars celebration in Indianapolis, Indiana. Now this was the year that the maker himself, George Lucas, took to the stage for the very first time to talk about Star Wars, its future, and a little movie he was promoting called Revenge of the Sith. Which is why we are amped for the first time since 2005 to show you what it was like to be in that room on that fateful day. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. George Lucas. <laughs> I, you know, I've known over the years, I mean, Star Wars is something to enjoy uh, and to take away what you can from it that maybe helps you in your lives, but don't let it take over your lives. I mean, that's what they all say about Trekkies, and I know Star Wars fans don't do that, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The point of the movie is to get on with your lives, uh, to take that challenge, to leave your uncle's moisture farm, to go out into the world and change it and save the universe. I'm wondering why you did like the episodes in uh, four, five, six, and then one, two, three. Well, originally, it was meant to be one movie. And uh, I wanted to start in the middle. It was gonna be a Saturday matinee serial. You never saw the, the first three episodes. You never saw what happened afterwards. And uh, it was purely episode four. I wanted to start in the middle. I didn't want to deal with you know, all the backstory and stuff. And then when I finished those three, you know, Return of the Jedi, I didn't think I was gonna go back and make any more movies. I just figured that was it. And then later on when the technology came along uh, and I could see what I was doing uh, in terms of, I was stuck being uh, George Star Wars Lucas and I kind of came to grips with that. Uh, I said, well, maybe I'll go back and do the backstory. And I was insisting that we tell the story I know a lot of fans wanted to see Darth Vader going around killing people in the first episode. But uh, I said, no, it's a story about a 10-year-old boy, and everybody said, ooh, that's gonna destroy everything. You know, I see more American graffiti coming down the road here. <laughs> and uh, so um, I'm very happy that I'm finally finished and that you can see them all in one piece because now I think it'll, it'll all be a different movie for you. My dad's keep telling me that the, um, Stone Troopers are the good guys, are they really? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the stormtroopers are the good guys. It's just that they take orders from a very bad man. <laughs> How many fans would like to see a Star Wars TV series? 
Uh, we've been talking about Star Wars TV series. We're working on one right now, which is Clone Wars, which has been on the air, and we're going to try to expand that into a half an hour of uh, 3D animation. If there was a Star Wars character that you wanted to play, who would that be and why? I would be R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> and why would that be? Well, because he gets to have all the fun, and he's the character that's got the biggest sense of humor. R2-D2 is the hero. He is the one that gets them out of the mess. Every time they get into a mess, R2-D2 is the one that gets them out of it. Um, and he doesn't need any special powers. He's already the most powerful person on the screen there. Um, what color would your lightsaber be? <laughs> I have two lightsabers. Blue. I have a red one and a blue one. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm like Grievous. I sort of collect them, and then depending on how I feel that morning, <laughs> I what I need. <laughs> if you could bring only three CDs with you, to a desert island to listen to, what would you bring to listen to? Well, I'd probably bring uh, Dvorak, uh, the Beatles, and... Uh, uh, Marilyn Manson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the Star Wars movies, when a, when a Jedi dies, sometimes they, they fade away, and others, they, they just lie there dead. Mm -hmm. um, I guess what I, I would like to know, uh, what do you think will happen um, when you die? <laughs> um, I'm not sure, but I have a feeling I'm just gonna lay there dead. <laughs> it, it takes a, a great deal of study, you know, on the uh, contemplation and study, and you have to know certain people on the other side in order to make that part happen. I mean, personally, for you, is, I mean, what are you really going to take away from this? Like, what's the, the most important thing that, that you're just going to hold, like, near and dear to, to your heart? This is uh, 20 years of my life of solid work over 30 years. Um, and uh, the, the, the most important part and the most gratifying part at this point is I actually got it finished. Uh, because when you're, especially, in, you know, you start something and you have a set of characters, you have a set of actors, you have a set of circumstances, you have a certain amount of money and everything, and you hope you can get to the end. And this was two 10-year stretches, so that everything sort of had to stay in place for 10 years. But um, it's been a rather rewarding experience. I'm glad that I finished what I set out to do, but I'm also amazed that it's had such an effect on so many people around the world. It's uh, been very gratifying. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you'd like to put your hands together for the Jedi Master himself. Now that was awesome. Right? I love that he just casually drops in typical George Lucas style. Everything. It was right before episode three came out. Literally about, I'd say, a month and a half. And I was sitting in Nickelodeon working at the time on a series called Avatar with my buddy Giancarlo. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was joking with me. What would it take to get me off this show? We love this so much. Our friends created it. And I said, yeah, well, George Lucas called me and offered me a job. I'll go do that. <laughs> Literally. And uh, two weeks later, I get this call from this lady. I don't know. Kathy Winder, no offense. And, I, and she's like, I'm from Lucasfilm, and we're going to do a new Clone Wars series. And I was like, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so you walk in. What was your first meeting with George Lucas? Imagine that. Yeah, that was really weird. Um, that was kind of my goal at the time was just to meet him. So I did get to meet him. And uh, yeah, I was in the green room next to his office. And it's an office we've all seen in documentaries or DVD extras. Next thing I know, I'm in there. And my first thought was, you know, wow, there he is. There's the guy, you know. So we move over to a table in his office in the little cupola window area and sit down. And I had my portfolio there, you know. And then you're thinking, wow. This ain't gonna go so well. <laughs> he, you know, looks through it like this, literally. Then he puts the book aside and he starts talking about Jedi Knights and his perception of Jedi Knights and how he thinks they are and how they act and what he thinks the differences are in perception. And I mean, you can't pay for something like that. I mean, he's telling me about this and I'm like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> we keep talking about that and, you know, you don't really interject. Because, you know, he's telling you about Star Wars. You're like, wow, this is great. I'm go home and tell my friends. And then uh, he says, well, thank you very much. Nice to meet you. I shook his hands. He's nice to meet you. And then I left the room. And I thought, wow, I'm done. Now it's the three's coming out. This will be great. And then she came out and said, he likes you. You have a job. That and, uh, right then? Right like then and there? Yeah. And I, um... Well, how did you react? What did you do? What did you say? You Were know, you cool? Or did you jump around like a little... Well, my first thought was, well, you don't tell George no. A lot. So I was taking a job, but you know, my wife is from Glendale, uh, California, and uh, she was going to have to move then. And you know, luckily she was very understanding and gave up a whole lot so I could do this job. So I'm very thankful for her as well. It's funny, it's, it's really changed a lot as we've gone forward. I think that initially, uh, I was told I might see George three times over the course of the year, but as we started showing him stuff, he got more and more interested in, and more and more excited about what we were doing. Um, one of the early things that happened uh, to Henry Gilroy and I was we sat at a table with George and he said, okay, I'm going to teach you guys how to make Star Wars now. And, uh, that <laughs> no pressure. Really, that, no well, pressure. but it's good. I mean, it's good. George's involvement is the best thing about it because... You know, we all love Star Wars. We all want to make Star Wars. But at the end of the day, when you watch this Matthew Star Wood, Wars, you see these voice movies, of Grievous, about them that's inherently different. And it's not uh, him. It's really the artist behind making it. I mean, I'm so thankful George did all the prequels because you get that really the sense of humor, the sense of fun, the sense of excitement had all drive from George. He edits in a way that uh, Jason Tucker, my editor, and I have never seen. I mean, he's really good. Really I've never good. seen any of this I'm footage not before. In my version of Star Wars. I'm interested in. Star Wars as George Lucas makes it. And I think they're all interested in seeing something continue with Star Wars as George Lucas made it, because he is the creator of it. And that is what we're really glad that he is involved like he is and making sure that we're staying on that path. So what is it? What is it that we're about to see? We really, really saved the best class. What is it we're gonna see here? Well, um, we had about 2,500 some shots to go through, so Jason and I stayed up all Saturday night and cut a trailer. Let's take a In this war, a step ahead of us, Dooku always sees. Here they come!
is Skywalker. R2, let's go. Did you guys know you're the first people ever to get to see this? <laughs> that must be cool, man. Well, I, I'm not going to watch anymore. I want you guys to actually go to the link below and watch the original video. Um, I never got to see that before, you know, where George talks about, you know, just before Revenge of the Sith was coming out. It made me pretty emotional because it's, I don't know, it's just it's just nice seeing him again, you know. It's nice seeing him talk and it, it just reminds me of being a little kid and like, you know, being so anticipating the prequels coming out and all that and just kind of uh, brings this... this uh, well of uh, emotion it's it's quite nice so i've linked it down below i want you guys to go check it out on uh, the star wars youtube channel and uh as they were the ones to post it the rest i guess goes you know celebration five six seven so on and so forth and maybe they even show hayden i'm not quite sure but that's the thing man with celebration i'm so bummed that you know this whole covid crap happened because Oh, let, me, let, me, let me get my starship here. Right. I'm so bummed uh, Celebration got cancelled this year because we were supposed to get so much more stuff. And I wish that we'll get an event. I mean, I know we're going to get it in 2022, but it just seems like there's so many more hits that are coming. Like, now apparently LEGO Star Wars is going to be delayed or something. I saw on their website um, it said 2021, and then they quickly changed it to coming soon. And it's like, man, just everything, like, I know a lot of you aren't Cobra Kai fans, but Cobra Kai Season 3 got delayed to 2021 as well. And it's like, everything's just getting pushed back now because of this pandemic. It's just so annoying. It's just so terrible. People are dying. It's just like, and then now my Star Wars Celebration's gone. It's like, uh, but today I did get the email, or not the email, I, I got the uh, Notification that Star Wars posted the 40th anniversary for all their merch and stuff is going to go on sale on Friday, which is pretty cool. It's going to be like limited edition. And it's going to be open to the public, I think, on the 31st as well, I believe. So that's cool, at least. Anyways, um, just got kind of depressed now because I don't know. I just want to see more George. I want to see I want to see more of his involvement with Star Wars and I just know it'll never be like that but I hope you know the people who uh, carry on the baton uh, such as Dave Filoni and everyone else at Lucasfilm are hopefully going to be doing that and I can't wait to see you know the future projects that they have in store for us and just so I can be a Star Wars fan you know um, what are you guys saying the opening was kick-ass well thanks Tony there's uh, more to come. Yeah, that's just that's just a, a little. This is a little taste, a little taste test. Kai, thank you. Do you think Moff Gideon was Snoke's 
other student. Oh, that's kind of cool. I never thought of that. I don't think so, because they're the time gap is too huge. Moff Gideon's already kind of like in his he's middle aged, and then Snoke's. Well, I guess, but Snoke was a clone of Palpatine, so it's it's like I don't know. It's all all over the place. Hey man, I missed the gaming channel streams. Oh, well, we did a few last night. I hope they and everyone are doing well. Working on the wind turbines takes up time. Choose mein Bruder. Dankeschön, Thunder Kajit. Thanks so much, buddy. Have a great day. Uh, guys, I'm going to leave you. Love you all. Go watch the full video, which I have linked down below. And I will see you in the next video. Until then, remember, the force will be with you. Always.